In the world of business, profit is everything. Those that are not profitable are condemned from memory. And the most important business of all is watching anime. Welcome back to the Weekly Anime Performance Review, uh, the show where we review the performance of anime weekly. Uh, we are your three high-powered anime business executives. I am John, your most esteemed queen of weebs. I am Chris, Duke of Going to the Same Beach. And I'm Andrew, CEO, splitting one soul into two, then going back in time to have four souls and merging them to have two souls. Yep, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> I wish I'd started drinking earlier in the day so that I could have been at least had a, had a couple in me for that. We are now down to eight shows. Um, the results of the poll are in, and we decided to fire. Uh, you decided rather to fire Monster Girl Doctor. No, I think Is it was cr- you and me, John. I didn't actually vote in this one. Oh, wow. I didn't vote either. Uh, and so. This proves, Andrew, that democracy will never work and why you need a queen to keep society orderly. I mean, you could have voted. Yeah. Listen. Like, this is actually what I wanted because I feel like Demon King has more potential to get better than Monster Girl Doctor. Listen, I, I'd agree. I have a vested interest in saying democracy is bad because I am a monarch, you see. Before we got off track, uh, <laughs> we had... Uh, Eight shows remaining. And first up is Apare Ranman. What happened in this week's episode? Uh, Apare disassembles the car he won from Leon. Uh, Xiaoyan uh, proves that women can be great racers and secures their place in the big race. Uh, Dylan is hired by GM, and Crazy TJ is hired by Iron Motor Company. Gil, the last of the legendary outlaws, has entered the race, which is fast approaching. Uh, we're, we're getting very close. Oh, we're finally getting to the race. Uh, and I'm very excited about it. But yeah. this episode is also really cool. Because, uh, and I think Chris is right in that it's not going to be like tons of people participating. It's just going to be like this core group of characters that are going to be following the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're kind of being, they we're kind of putting the last couple pieces on the board in this episode. Yeah. At least at the end. Yeah, I think they have introduced everyone, I think, or at least mentioned their names. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's one more episode, and then we're racing. Yeah, I think so. But the big meat and potatoes of this race uh, is the race between Shalian and uh, the, the like the head driver at the racetrack she works at uh, over basically her right to be involved in a race in any any capacity. Uh, and I want to just shout out that whole sequence because it was really cool. Uh, like everything about that scene was really on point. Like the music uh, was really great. Uh, it was really well composited. Like the 2D and 3D elements were blended really well together. Particularly like in the there was one. There were a couple shots of uh, Jalian's perspective while she was driving, and those looked incredible. Uh, a lot of times the compositing can make it look like. Uh, like the characters are standing on the Windows XP backdrop or something. <laughs> uh, but in this case, it looked fantastic. Uh, and that whole scene really got my blood pumping. It was super exciting. I loved it. And it was interesting because she didn't win because she had a good car. She won because she just knew 
the car, like all the different elements besides just the engine, and used those to her advantage. Going to win. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to win until David, yeah. the other driver, uh, bumped her on the straightaway to the last finish. Um, and it winds up being that all the other people that work at the racetrack come to her view uh, after seeing what kind of a scumbag David was about their race. Yeah, because yeah, she was going to win, and then he pulled a move that really no one uses. Like even in modern racing, people like you—you you don't do that. Eh, it is. It does sometimes happen, but yeah. right, uh, but not. He intentionally ran into her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but they—they did—they did—they were very good about like kind of, you know, bringing it to a level where you're if you're not a car person, you understand what's happening, like. Uh, explain drafting and you know like the importance of tires and fuel economy and all that right uh, now since she was drafting the whole race she was able to have less fuel and she went a bit faster and all that mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff to think about besides just being able to just gun the engine right which operate kind of told her because he said if you can't beat him on performance beat him somehow else I f- and i feel like people are sleeping on it i feel i don't see anybody talking about this show which is really sad well yeah. i think it has been hurt by the fact that this is its second season, so to speak. It's second attempt at having a season, right. essentially. It's that it wasn't listed under the new anime on Mal and stuff like that. Yeah. Go stream Opera Ranman. It's real good, and I, I guarantee you won't be disappointed by it. Um, I mean, I can't guarantee that. but uh, like When I watch this show, I'm like that meme of Pacha from The Emperor's New Groove. You know the one. Uh, we also learn that the like disco hip hop dude. I'm still not sure exactly what music, the Afro guy. His name is Crazy TJ. Yes, and the cowboy who was something Dylan. Yeah, um, they were both outlaws along with the third guy. Gil. Um, the cowboy was pardoned and praised as a hero for some reason, but Gil maybe and because TJ, he tried to turn in the other two or something. We don't really know. I'm sure that's. I'm just speculating. I bet that Dylan is the guy with the snake tattoo on the back of his neck. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been thinking too. I speculated on that last episode, in fact, Uh, because it was something about the way he talked about it with Hodato. Oh yeah, because he was like Hodato asked him, "Do do you know a man with a snake tattoo?" And he was like, "What would you do if you found him?" Like that. That's 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 see that's a red flag to me. So I'm interested to see how that plays out for sure. His hair also goes covers his neck. He he wears a big collar as well. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want a kid to become a murderer, I'm sure. So you know. Um, but yeah, we learned that all three of them are racing. Yeah, uh, right. and there we basically got all the racers that are in the OP, as far as I can tell. There might be one more. I bet they're just gonna like spin out in the first leg. Right. Well, and they make it seem like there's a lot more people applying, so I don't know if there's going to be like a race or something. I think the race is just anyone who has a car can enter. Because it, I remember in the first episode, they were touting it as like a race to show off what the... Um, what, what the automobile is capable of. Yeah. Um, they were challenging anyone who can, who can to try and beat this car. Yeah, it'll be like the first leg of the steel ball run where like everybody but the important characters gets eliminated instantly. Anyways, we could devote. 
Uh, I'm definitely voting to retain Apoi Ranman. It's God, this show's good. Go watch this show. I'm yeah. also voting to retain. Yeah, I'm retaining as well. Like we haven't mentioned it too much, but the character's design is also really good. Oh yeah. Like I I love all the character designs in this show. It's and it's almost does anyone else feel like they're kind of doing a color thing where like I think each so. character has like their signature color yeah. almost. Well and they kind of match their car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's probably that's... another reason is that so that way whenever they're out racing, it's easier to distinguish which car belongs to right. who. Yeah, for sure. And the other one that doesn't is Opera's car, but I think that's because we've seen it in every episode. Yeah. Like, we know what it is. And it's yeah. also so distinctive that you're not going to be like, which car is theirs? Yeah, well, all the cars look distinctive. Yeah. Um, but like more so than the others where like, you don't really need to focus on a color to see which ones operate. You can get it by the shape, whereas yeah. all the others are like generally car shaped. Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about that when we get to racing. Yeah, yeah let's go. Uh, next up on our list is Decadence. Uh, in this episode, Natsume starts learning to fight. Uh, Kabaragi shirts, shirks his bug hunting duties. Pipe gets separated in the middle of a Gadol attack. Uh, and also, I forgot to include in my summary, but also Natsume gets a new artificial arm, uh, yeah. which is way more tricked out than her original model. I think her uh, original model was just to get by, whereas this yeah. one is like, hey, let's It's make optimized it for combat. Yeah. Well, because also, she probably didn't have that much money. Yeah. So she mm-hmm. couldn't really buy a fancy one. She was an orphan, after all. Yeah, uh, we got more insight into what the gears really are. Uh, basically, climate change, you know, that happened. Uh, man. It's climate change. Whatever. You're you're making mountains out of molehills here. Uh, and so people well, kind of... It wasn't that... Like the climate changed, it was that the air became unbreathable, is what it sounded like. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but people turned themselves in, uh, into, cy- like, went to these private companies and turned themselves into cyborgs to compensate for the fact that they couldn't, you know, live. Uh, and it, so basically, those cyborg companies now control everything in this weird corporate fascist video game state. Um, yeah, it's hard to say whether the like corporations that created them, if they even exist anymore, or if they've become, they kind of implied that they've become this one entity that can oversee everything. Well, I think it was ju- it was one corporation just rose above the rest. And... Yeah, it was called Solid Quake. Yeah. Solid Quake, which sounds like uh, id software of the future. Um, <laughs> could Kabaragi's boss actually beat John Carmack? I'm joking. So, yeah. Fighting's hard. Yeah. Half the episode was just a training montage. Oh, yeah. And she spent two weeks in the tutorial area of the game that is Decadence. Yeah, I do like how he's like, oh, I guess there's a nest nearby. Nope, it's just their spawning point. 
Now here's the question. Are the Gandal real or are they created by the game? I don't know. Because they seem to need them for their Oxyone. Unless right. that's just all made up as well. Oh, and also Pipe is kind of in a similar vein to Natsume in that um, he's just a bug that Kaburagi's like, yeah, you're not hurting anything. I'm just going to keep you around. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's more important because the main, I think he's a human controller of Decadence knows about him and has yeah. a tracker in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you don't do that if it's just a non-harmful pet. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they were studying it or something. Oh, and we, we did get uh, insight into why Natsume shows up as dead in the computer system. Uh, because when she was a kid and her dad got killed, uh, she was also very close to death and her heart stopped for a period of time. And during that peri- brief period of time where she was basically clinically dead, um, her chip malfunctioned. And so they were able to resuscitate her, but she's but the system has considered her dead since then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so kind of I... interested if it's if it there was a bug while she was dead or if she was dead and so it thought she was dead and just stopped because I think it was just she was dead and they thought she was dead. Well, okay, cuz then I'm sure there's other cases of this. She can't be the only person to have CPR performed on her. I mean, I feel like the tankers probably don't have good enough medical care that they could resuscitate people very often. Yeah. That's fair. It might be a gear-only thing, and since she was on the battlefield... Yeah, she had access to gear-quality medical care. That might be what happened, yeah. Because, yeah, you know, reviving is... other people is a thing in games, right? Yeah, this, sh- this show is getting into some, like, class discussion, and I'm way into it. Yeah. Oh, totally. And we also got insight into how, like, during the last episode, in the aftermath of the battle, there was a group of gears who were, like, mourning the dead. Mm. And we learned that those were, like, a small group of tankers that are allowed to be gear. That are allowed to be in the power. Yeah. Um, basically, to keep up illusions, for the most mm. part, it seems. Is the power the human-only part of it, or is the power just all of the gears? I think whatever? the power is just all of it. The power is like everybody that fights, including tankers and gears that fight. Because there's about, I think they said, 200 humans to the 5,000 gears. I thought it was 50,000. It might have been 50,000. That makes more sense. Because like 200 to 5,000 isn't that much of a, yeah. And so it's not, humans don't really... (laughs) There's not that many of them in the power. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, so, I still think that this show is showing a lot of promise. Um, I know some people, and I talked about this last time, people were kind of disappointed that it, it's, you know, kind of going against the expectations for what, it, what the first episode set up. But this is way more interesting. Like, that first episode, I liked it, but it was like, you know, we've seen all this before. But... It just went off. It's going It's going in really cool places now. Right, well, you kind of touched on it, but the first episode, I feel like, felt very shonen-like of, oh, I want to get good and join these super cool people. That's what it felt like. But then after the second episode, it kind of feels like, oh, there's, like, a, a, a I guess, racial divide? I don't know if it's a class race divide or class divide. 
It's it's. I would say it's it. It straddles both lines, honestly. Yeah. There is a very obvious divide between these two groups, and one is treated way better than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's probably going to be them overcoming that and whatever. Yeah, absolutely. It's probably standing for a class divide, but in universe, it can be a race divide. I think is. Yeah. Uh, although sometimes when you kind of. Sometimes they're the same thing. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes it can be scary if you try to conflate class and race. Not to say that they're both not important, but, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Ignore me. Well, because... I'm not trying to be a class reductionist here, for anyone listening. The gears, they eliminate bugs, and all the humans have a chip in them that they don't know about. And if a human becomes aware of, like, what's actually happening, they're killed. And so it's hard to say what exactly that um, is supposed to represent because there's several things it could be. So, man, this is a good show. Did we vote yet? No, I don't think so. I'm definitely voting to retain this one. I am too. Yeah, I'm retaining as well. Yeah. I think something else to keep in mind is that not all metaphors hold up one to one for real world from fiction. Yeah, you're right. Like Zootopia is one of those where if you actually it has messed up implications if you apply it one-to-one. Yeah. But if you take it more as a story about prejudice generally, it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up is Demon King Academy. In this episode, Sasha and Misha actually were split from the same being, which is why Misha is going to disappear on her 15th birthday. So Anos cooks up a scheme to send them back in time to make them two complete individuals. Ivis tries to intervene, but Anos murders the shit out of him and restores his memory in the process. Yeah, that happened. Well, I was kind of disappointed that, you know, like, you know, this guy that was set up as this big badass was because, you know, he's up to this point, he's only fought like kids, like people that are like 15. But like this guy is an immortal demon emperor. Also with powers from the literal god of time. And it still didn't even like phase him at all. Like, there's power. Enough to make me die. Yeah, that was an actual line that this show had in it, unironically. At least I assume this show is unironic. That's fair. This is... Like, if... if Like, I guarantee... Like, if the, if the description of this show on, like, Mal had been like, this is a hilarious parody of shitty fantasy anime, I would have been like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board. But it's not as fun when you have to uh, imp- apply that yourself. If you have Why? to watch it, what? Why is it not as fun to apply it yourself? <sighs> Maybe it's not the right word. I get what John's saying, though. Like, if they're actually trying to take themselves seriously, it's kind of like, well, you shouldn't. Um, and this is this is touching on something that uh, Jeff Thu, who we've very frequently referenced on this show. He he has he I think he generally has pretty good takes on anime, uh, and in his video on summer twenty twenty anime, he recommended this one as like an ironic laugh at it watch. But I don't think that it's like outlandish enough for that to really work, honestly. Yeah, like there are moments where I was like actually laughing out loud at it, but it wasn't like enough that I would be like, yeah, you should watch this ironically. 
Yeah, well, and the thing is that all of the possible tension, drama, whatever you want to put it, like, is defeated as soon as you're like, oh, the main character is an immortal, whatever. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Why are you watching this? Yeah, like, you can do camp, but still have stakes. But they don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, as soon as I'm like, oh, Sasha's going to disappear, he's going to fix it. Or Misha's going to disappear. They're the same person, technically. Um, <laughs> Not anymore, I guess. That's fair. But it's also, like, we didn't even get to see them go back in time and do all that. Well, I mean, which we did. Them going back in time and doing that was this them going back and merging with their selves. Yeah. There wasn't much for them to do. They didn't go to an actual place, but they went back in time spiritually. Like, I think it was he sent their souls back so that they would fuse and so then yeah i i think it would have been way more interesting if the episode had been more about the two of them like trying to complete his plan than about just him being like haha i'm so smart check out this cool plan i made right and the thing is like as soon as you mentioned oh misha's in danger he's gonna save her like that gets rid of any sort of tension whatever because you know he's gonna win you know, but, I mean, that could also be said of any show where, like, as soon as the main character decides they're going to do something, you know that's going to happen. Like, Opera said he's going to win the race. We know he's going to win the race. Yeah, but it's interesting to see how, because he's not an all-powerful being who can make a super-fast car that's going to win the race no matter what he does. I, I trust the writers of that show to throw meaningful roadblocks in his way that he'll have to overcome and grow as a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's been no growing at all on this. I think what they're kind of going for is, like, the guy who has it all figured out is trying to change society. Yeah. I think so, yes. But, I don't know, that's... It doesn't come across easily when the guy has it all figured out and is all-powerful, because that's just not fun to watch. We want drama and struggle. That's the fun part of watching stuff. I mean, that's the, that's the foundation of all, at least Western storytelling, of course. This isn't a Western work, but it's certainly, most anime follows Western narrative conventions to some extent. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not interesting to see someone who you know is going to win and not face any problems at all win. Mm. He was literally murdered, and it's like, oh, you think that's enough to kill me? That's And that's the only explanation we get, so... <laughs> well, I mean, we know he has resurrection magic. Yeah, but, like, he could have, like, he could have just been, like, I cast resurrection magic the instant before you did that. I'd be like, all right, cool, fine. And I and I will never deny the fact that you think killing me is enough to kill me is an inherently funny line. Yeah. But that's like one, that's like three seconds in a 24-minute episode. I, I This isn't doing anything for me right now. Uh, I'm going to have to vote to fire. But, or did he kill the God of Time's avatar? Like, I'm curious about that. I don't know. Okay. Because it's I also, also don't really... been stated that he killed gods in the first episode. That's true. But that's going to have ramifications. Anyways, yeah, I got to fire this. I'll come back and binge it at some point, but not right now. 
Yeah, at the end of the season, so you can tell us. Yeah. And Andrew, if you don't, we'll be upset with you. It'll Look, be off thing, your head. I'm telling you, it's not going to get better. I'm aware of that, but this is the trash that I can binge. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode, but that being said, I'm going to fire it. Yeah, it's just not doing anything meaningful. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is three fires. Oh, wait. It should be mentioned. Um, the reason Sasha has been so mean to Misha is because she wants Misha to hate her so that she'll be sacrificed instead. Yeah. That was a plot point that came up. Anyways. Yeah, it was it was a thing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's three fires for Demon King Academy. Next up on our list is Mr. Love Queen's Choice. I remembered it this time, everybody. Good Yay. for me. In this episode... Victor agrees to continue investing in Leek Chan's company if she meets certain conditions. Leek Chan goes to meet Gavin, the X-Men cop who solves X-Men crimes. Kiro helps out on Twitter with the show. Oh, also, also, Lucian is now basically the host of the show. He's basically Bill Nye the Science Guy. Well, I'm just going to say, the the reason that her show works is because she brings a bunch of hot guys on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's literally the only reason it sticks around. I mean... It is no, a strategy. I'm not saying it won't work. Like, I get it, but still. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so the, her plan is basically, uh, like, Victor is like, do these things or else I'll cut your funding. Uh, and the first one is to trend on Twitter, and which they do because Kiro tweets about it, and he's super famous. Uh, there's also an evil X-Men organization. They're basically Magneto's people. Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, they're more like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Because that's the evil X-Men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, called Black Swan, and Gavin's after them. And Leek Chan seems to also be kind of be going after them as well for her show. Well, she wants to know the truth about whatever's happening, and so, mm. yeah. Is everybody just going to ignore that I call her Leek Chan now? I mean, she legitimately doesn't have a name. I, so I'm calling her Leek Chan after that one uh, leak from VeggieTales. Oh, I, there's a whole category of leak characters on the VeggieTales wiki, and that guy isn't on it. Because he doesn't have a name. Right, what are they supposed to put? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. When I was watching this, I got distracted because I thought um, the short-haired girl that works with her Kiki. on the show. Yeah, Kiki. I thought she, she might have been voiced by Aoi Koga, who is the VA for Kaguya. And so I was trying to figure out if trying to find somewhere if that could confirm it. You, I, I couldn't because like everywhere just has like it has just um They don't care about who voices the side characters. Yeah, it's just um the main character and all the love interests. Well, to be fair, it's because I think these are the actual voice actors of that did the app. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lucian is voiced by Kakyoin from JoJo. How about that? Yeah. I recognize... It's really sad that I totally recognized his voice. I clocked it from a mile away in this episode. I don't know. Did you find Dio at all? Uh, yeah. Takahiro Koyasu is Kaburagi's boss in, um, Decadence. I, I'm starting to... I recognize his voice for sure. He has a pretty distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Uh... You thought I was a cyborg, but it's me, Dio. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was Dio, but it's me, Bobobo. Wait, is is he also Bobobo? 
It turns out that, that that one character that doesn't have a name for VeggieTales is a Scallion and not a Leek. So from now on, she's scallion Sean. But I will say, all that being said, the amount of time we spend on this show and the amount of time we've actually talked about this show shows you about how much it actually matters. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 legit was, I was just looking at VAs and I was trying, and I couldn't. Like, I realized I wasn't paying attention for, like, ten minutes, and I was like, I don't care enough to go back and watch it. You didn't miss anything. Yeah. I'm gonna fire. They caught the warping guy, I guess. I fire this one also. Yeah, I have to fire it. Skelly and Sean really do be looking like, like, uh, you know, from Kaguya, though. You know what this means? This is gonna get voted to be fired, and we're gonna keep Demon King for another week. <laughs> Wait, did we get two fires? We got three fires on this one too. Yeah. Oh man. Like at this point, I want something to get triple fired every week until Demon King goes home, just for the <laughs> meme of it getting three fires and us having to keep watch it. Well, oh my god! I, I will say for this show at least, um, Mr. Love Queen's Choice. The reason I chose it was because I knew it beforehand. Like it, I knew it wasn't going to get far at all. Yeah. Because. Did you actually want to watch it at least? Um, I would have watched a couple episodes, yeah. Like, and ultimately, if I didn't know the story beforehand, I might have been somewhat curious, but I don't think so. Yeah. I will say, it is doing a good job of staying original to the original media. Sometimes stuff doesn't do that. This is doing a good job of that. So that's good. I also would like to say that I don't think being a faithful adaptation necessarily makes it a good one. That's fair. Like, I think changing things is fine, as long as it's good. Every medium has different requirements that, like, often almost necessitate changes in adaptation. Yeah. I will say, uh, fun fact, the social media influencer from the first episode and the confused police officer, the badmouth Gavin, they are both characters in the app. So that's fun. Oh, okay. I know her name's Willow. I don't know the officer's name. That is three fires for Mr. Love Queen's Choice. I think I got it that time. Next up on the list is The God of High School. Uh, Mira fights Miseon the Wrestler, and Dewi fights Sung Chil the Nerd. Uh, <laughs> Mor- Am I wrong, though? No, you're not. <laughs> Mori is asked to fight a commissioner to stay in the tournament and is given spook fruit, which makes him stronger and allows him to win. And makes him pass out. Yeah, it makes him yeah. pass out and cough up blood on the floor of his apartment first. Uh, so there's something going on there. Also, the guy that we thought was going to be the big bad of this arc dropped out of the tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, Monseok was his yeah. name, I think? I don't know. He doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, he might. We, it's, it's too late to that's, say if he's that's... totally out for the rest of the show. Fine. Uh, Gamdo is also out because he's too injured for even their fancy nano machines to. Which, uh, which is disappointing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not surprising because if he wasn't out of it, like the other guy would have been in it for sure. You know, like. Yeah. I knew of the two of them, he was not going to be the one to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked both of the fights in this episode uh, because we got to see Mira and Dewey doing more stuff. Uh, because Mira showed, like, she can still do her attacks, basically, even if she doesn't actually have her sword. She just uses her hands as swords. 
Yeah, she just like swings her arms really hard and the pressure wave acts like a sword. And like it literally cuts stuff and I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, it's like it's like okay. the professor from uh the scientist one. Bill Nye? No. <laughs> the one we watched where they're trying to mathematically prove that love is real. Oh, um Rika Koi. Yeah. Rika Koi, yeah. Uh the professor like swung the stick so hard that he split the watermelon into five pieces from like twenty feet away. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. It's the same thing she's doing here, but that it's not a meme here. You know, oddly enough, I'm going to bring up Rika Koi when we get to a different anime. Okay, fair enough. You're going to actually remember its name, though, because we already talked about... Hang on, what is it? Oh, wait. Duh. <laughs> He's going to bring it up when we're talking about Japan Sinks. Oh, yep. my God. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that one. <laughs> uh, um... But yeah, the fights were really well done. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and and yes, you're, that's that's the big takeaway here. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. That where's the fighting? There's the fighting. It's good. Also, did do you guys think Don Wee was using like some kind of magic in his fight? I don't. It's it's hard to say. Uh, they they've mentioned some kind of like source of power called Charyok a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, especially the commissioners have. So I wonder if, like, Dewey knows something of whatever Charyok is. It's I'm sure it's, like, Key or Nen or whatever from whatever other shonen anime. Kill a Kill. Like... Or not Kill a Kill. Um, Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. That has stuff like that, yeah. I'm sure it's more like that, because we saw the commissioner literally summon a giant jester thing. Yeah. Well, I think he is the jester. It's possible. And he's just possessing that human body. Maybe. But that makes me think that, like, martial arts, whatever, got cranked up to 100 in this universe. I think we cannot overstate how good the fighting scenes were done in this. Absolutely. And that's really the biggest thing that come out of this, because it's not that I think the story is boring. I just don't care as much as I care to watch it, if that makes sense. Like, the story's also just, it's tournament time. Yeah, it's time to do a tournament. There's a big bad guy at the top of the tournament. I'll say, something I noticed is that the in the intro, the big bad cult club turned off the radio right when the announcer's like, it's time to start day two, and then they turned it off. And it's like, okay, dude. So what? What, Why were you listening to that then? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, something like that. I forgot about the cult. Yeah, there was a cult at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. I want to know what the spook fruit were. I think they're just like fruit that get make you big and strong. But like they, they're they're strong and they make you big and strong. But like Park Mujin, who's like big wig South Korean assemblyman, like had to get it out of a room that was like chained up a million times and he didn't even have approval from some superior of his to do it. Well, not only that, but he did it because he knew Maury's grandfather. Yeah. Um, so I think there's some, he called him tiger Jin, I think. Yeah. Something like that. So there's some, something going on. What's what's the the grandfather's name? I think is Jin Tajin or something like that, or Taiji. Sure. I don't know. 
Um, something I noticed as well is that the main three characters are all like traditional fighting styles. Yeah. Yeah, taekwondo, and, karate, and a made up, made up, not real version of kendo. I guess <laughs> it might be the Korean version of kendo. It's not. I looked it okay. up. Um, but they're all like traditional fighting styles. Meanwhile, we have like a pro wrestler. I guess the um, a guy with a baseball bat. He was signed. We have, yeah, we do have like the fight from the previous episode. Both of them were fairly traditional, but still. Yeah. I think it's interesting. But he was using weird taekwondo. Yeah. He was weird. using foot kwondo. I mean, taekwondo, I mean, taekwondo is, is mostly about feet. Right, but he wasn't using his hands. Because <laughs> they were chained up. Yeah, because he was using taekwondo. Fair enough. But I just uh, thought that was an interesting thing to point out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're all pretty jazzed about this one right now. So I... Th- think that we're going to vote, probably? I think so. Uh, I'm going to... Or you can go. You go. I'll vote to retain. I'm also voting to retain. Yeah, I'm going to vote to retain as well. I mean, this is just fun to watch, even if I don't necessarily know exactly what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of true. Next up on our list is... Uh, Japan sinks. Uh, in this episode, Ayumu lashes out after the death of her father. The family catches a ride with a creepy rapist. One of their companions dies from toxic gas released by geothermal activity, and Go is shot while the group loots what they think is an abandoned store. Go's not dead. I think Go's yeah, not he dead. got shot in the fanny pack. Yeah, he's fine. But I, th- I think like his phone caught it or something, probably. Nanami just got dropped. Yeah. Like, no fanfare, just dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and like, like toxic gas from volcanoes is certainly a thing. Like that's yeah. how plenty. That's how plenty of the elder died, actually. Yeah, uh, they they had it on Doctor Stone at one point, and he talked about how like this professor was on an, a trip with his students and like to the mountains and he bent down to tie his shoes and he died because while they were just standing next to him because he went below the gas Mm -hmm. uh chris did a much better job of bringing up an example that's relevant to this podcast (laughs) 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 but yeah plenty of the elder died because he was observing the eruption of vesuvius from too close to it yeah so he just keeled over (laughs) and his nephew wrote about it it was like haha what a goober (laughs) he didn't say (laughs) that No, he was fine. I am glad that no one actually got raped, though. They tased the fuck out of that guy. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was glad that he that they didn't where they weren't gratuitous with that. That yeah. he got his proper comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when he was being like, "Rules don't matter anymore," and like drinking while driving and throwing the bottle out the window. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that kind of what the show is going for is that like. You know, a lot of people have taken what's happened as license to basically decide that the rules of society don't apply anymore. And they're actually, for the most part, faring worse than the people that are still acting like they live in a civilized society. Yeah. Right. And when they were um, at the very end, they found a convenience store and they went in to take what they could. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to be somewhat respectful about it. Yeah. 
you know, right, like, certain poems, like, uh, who cares, but, you know. Like, their new friend who's a YouTuber, I guess, um, was like, hey, we'll pay. And the guy was like, no, nah, you're getting shot, I guess. I mean, uh, to be fair, I don't think he, they were actually going to pay, so. Right, but he offered to. That's yeah. true. Is the, like, I mean, you're you're allowed to, like, eat food in the store as long as you pay for it. Mm. I, I did it a you're lot as a small child. To. You're allowed to. It's not... I don't think you should. No. But, but yeah. the point, I, I don't know. My point is that, like, there are certain people that are continuing to live like people, and there are people that are tr- that are being reduced to beasts. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's been in the first episodes, too. Like, there were, there were people that were, like, shoving each other in relief lines uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um... First of all, you can't replace glasses like that, right? Uh, you it, it depends. That's fair. They just happen to have the same prescription, I guess. Yeah. That's I guess you just got a plausible believability, whatever you want to call it. Deniability. Not not deniability, because yeah. Right. That's fair. Suspension of disbelief. Yes, is what that's the word. Yeah. That's what. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and. Because of that, Ayumu, I think she, I think she misses her father, and so she wants people to focus on her because she's not getting his attention anymore, and so she wanted her friend to get attention. That's ultimately what killed the Nami. Well, I think that's not what killed Manami, but I think Ayumi is going to take it as I wanted her attention, and that put us in the situation where she died. Yeah, something like that. This episode is like, don't like Yam, so my dad did this for me and he died. Like, there's a guilt complex that's coming up yeah. soon. Which I think is going to be great, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> the show hurts, but yeah. it's good. Uh, it's still really nice. I mean, like, Masaki Yuasa no, is a great and legend. I'll say this again: the OP is beautiful. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I I vote to retain. I'm also going to vote to retain, uh, even though it hurts me a little bit to watch yeah. this show every week. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew how do you vote? I'm voting to retain. It's it's so good. It's it's hard to watch, but it is so good. Hard to watch at times. This episode wasn't as bad, thankfully. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's three retains for Japan sinks. Next on our list is Kanokari. Uh, in this episode, Kazuya tries to apologize to Chizuru and get back with Mommy. Then it's beach time as Mommy continues to try and sabotage. Kazuya and Chizuru's, quote, relationship, end quote. I feel like a better description of this episode is Kazuya's a shithead and Mommy's the worst. I mean, yeah. you've, you've said what I said in in much fewer words, but yeah. more or less. I'm going to bring up Rikukoi right now. The OP sounds like the ED to Rikukoi. I don't remember the ED to Rikukoi. Okay. I, I get it. Well, because I'm like, this sounds really familiar. What is it? And it's, I think it's 
It it's the same familiar. artist as the first Kaguya-sama ED. That might be also what I'm thinking of. But I don't think so. Yeah. But I know it's not the same people who did Riku Koi. It's, no, I didn't think it was either. It just sounds very yeah. similar. Which is fine. Whatever. Also, can we talk about how the ED is just Kazuya masturbating? Right? Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm like, is this? What I, I didn't. ED? I didn't notice that till this week. But I was like, wait a second. No, this is Spon a different Bob. ED, isn't it? Oh, I think they didn't it? have the ED the first week. Okay. And then they didn't have. They didn't show the ED last week. They just had the song. Got but it 100 percent is. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm still on board with this one. Uh, is mommy American? No. no. Okay. She just I mean, wears an American flag swimsuit because, like America, she is the worst. Yeah. Well, like, I would believe she was, like, because they're in college, so she was, like, a foreign exchange student or something like that. Or not an no. exchange student, but, like... I okay. think she's a German major. Oh. But. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's it. I, I mean... I mean, she has about as much respect as most Americans for the flag code. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to wear the flag, you dumb patriots. Read the damn flag code. I'm going to only a boy wear the flag. I was the Boy Scout. I know the flag code, and I don't even like America that much. I'm going to only wear the flag to disrespect the flag and to show that I think America's too. <laughs> now, that's, that's the work. move right there. The big that's brain the plays right there. <laughs> Galaxy brain. Cue the meme of the guy tapping his temple. Yeah, that one. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's from, so that's about as specific as I can get. I knew the guy's name at one point, but I've forgotten it. It's hard for me because I like the humor in this. Like, the scenes of Cheeseroo with Mommy's face on me. He's like, it's, I can just replace her with Mommy. My grandma will still be happy. I thought that was a <laughs> funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> or when Mommy zipped up her jacket when she saw Cheeseroo. Yeah, and it was so like visually exaggerated. Like right. she zips it up so hard, she like pops up into the air. Like I, I liked those jokes and stuff, and I think this does a good job of that. And I like the dynamic between Kazuya and Chizuru, but I don't like Mommy and Kazuya at times. And it's hard yeah. to put those together. Yeah, uh, they they are kind of frustrating characters, but I don't know. I still think that they can make it an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I guess what's upsetting is that Mommy's not portrayed, like, she's manipulative and stuff, but she's not a villain. If that makes sense. Like, she's portrayed as a love interest, even though she's not a good person. It's like, I don't want her in this anime. I get why she's there. I don't know, I don't really see her as a love interest. Because, like, I feel like calling her a love interest implies that it, there's a possibility of them ending up together. That's fair. I don't think there is at all. Yeah. I mean, I think it's obvious that it's going to be Kazuya and Chizuru. Like, that's... Yeah. Duh. Eventually. But we're a long way from that. Right. Yeah. Like, I think this show is falls into a genre that I refer to as harem white, where, like, the main character... Has like there's multiple girls who like the main character, but there's really only like one canon 
thing. Is it kind of obstacles or? Yeah, like the other girls are more obstacles than potential. Yeah. Would you say Kaguya-sama also falls in that category? I don't think there's a harem. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. Like. um, I think also Monster Girl Doctor could technically fall into that because you, yeah. you know if he's going to end up someone, it's going to be um, Safia. Yeah. Whatever. I think a a good example I always use is SAO. Yeah. Where that's like fair. Kirito has a harem, but he and Asuna are really the only ones that are going to end up together. And it's also not really about them in general, it's more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I there's it. a bunch of examples, but yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I just like this one. I, that's all I can say about it right now. I, I don't have, there's not really anything deep about my like for this show. I just, I just enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Like, we're not going to talk about class like we are with Decadence, but. <laughs> it's just kind of like a fun. Yeah. I will say it's one of those that in, like five years, will we still remember this anime? I don't know. It's it's some light but summer fare. It's like a good, fun to watch, yeah. Like a delicious tequila cocktail. John, that's like the third time you brought up alcohol in the last hour. I've I've shut up. John's John just likes drinking. It's correct. Anyways, I'm voting to retain. Did we vote already? No. No. Uh, I am also voting to retain. That's three retains. Go ahead. Me voting to retain is more for like the long term. Because like I think if this were my introduction to the show, I probably wouldn't like it as much. But the fact that I just kind of binged it in the manga and know how things turn out makes me want to. Well, here's the thing. I don't mind watching it right now. Yeah. Is the manga finished? No. Okay. But it's like. Where it's at now is pretty good. Okay. Uh, last up on our list is uh, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out, or Uzaki-chan. You could just leave it there. Yeah. Uh, in this episode, Ami, uh, Sakurai's co-worker and boss-san's daughter, is introduced, and she's just as much into people watching as he is. Sakurai gets a cold. Experiments with hypnosis. Uh, <laughs> this episode was pretty fun. I really love uh, Ami and her dad and how <laughs> they're just so into people watching and particularly watching Sakurai and Uzaki that they just like keep contriving <laughs> scenarios for them to interact with in their presence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, if it was just the boss, it's like, okay, this is a bit weird. Um, but since it's someone their age as well, it's like, yeah. Okay, this is a little less weird. I also just enjoy the fact that Ami and her dad can just communicate telepathically, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) How long until Uzaki gets hired? It'll happen eventually. I don't know if she would be hired, because I think they enjoy him waiting on her and the dynamic of that. I mean, eventually they're going to get bored of that. Yeah. Eventually they'll need to spice it up. And And plus... It'll be easier to contrive than getting together if they're working together and can be like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a work retreat this weekend. You know, put a little little hot sauce on that omelet. 
Um, okay. What? Do you not like omelets? I don't know what that's supposed to mean, John. I think you mean... I think you mean put a little mayonnaise on that omelet. I think you mean put a little um, hot dog in that bun. Put a little <laughs> hot dog in that omelet. <laughs> my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. I will say, I did like Usaki taking care of Sakurai. Yeah. How she she went well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she honestly didn't do a bad job of it either. Until the very end when she was like, I'll stay here. I'll just play some games until you fall asleep. Uh-huh. And then yelled at him to help her out. Yeah. yeah. And then also when she was watching him, she totally felt him up and stuff. Not on purpose, but like, okay. Yeah. yeah it's an etchy show. That's pretty tame. I, I, thought, it, I thought it was going to be like, well, like when it had the close-up of her face while she was doing that, I thought she was actually she was going to be like, "Why is it so hard down there?" or something like that. Yeah. Honestly, this show isn't too bad in all this regard. It's really not. Like, I don't get why this is labeled etchy and Kanokari isn't. Yeah, like because this week's Kanokari was way more etchy than. Um, well, but it was the beach episode. The beach episode is always well, like, edgy. But we like almost every episode. There's been a scene of Kazuya fantasizing about sex. That's fair. And also, he actually jerks off like four times in the show already. Yeah. Not just in the ED. No, he 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 jerks off in the body text as well. Yeah. Yeah, virgin's gonna virgin. That's such a. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we're not talking about that show though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder what the inevitable beach episode of this show is going to be like. Probably work retreat or something. Yeah. Yeah. I This show, for some reason, feels more like they're going to do an onsen episode instead of a beach episode. Probably. What's that? Hot spring. Okay. Well, because we still have, we Why not still both? have to be introduced to Sakurai's friend mm-hmm. and Uzaki. Yeah. I, I want to say it's her sibling. I think it's her mother. It might be. Yeah. It's the same color hair, but it's it's hard to say. I think the next episode's a Christmas episode. Oh boy! Mm, yeah, I think Christmas you're right. just in time for it to not be July. <laughs> John, when have we ever watched a Christmas episode on Christmas? We should. You know what? For our Christmas episode this year, we should uh, rank anime Christmas episodes. That'd be fun. Or. We rank beach episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so we do we do July and Christmas instead of Christmas in July? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I'm pretty down. good. Yeah, we're doing July and Christmas this year when 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 it gets to the winter season. Um, do you have anything to actually say about the show? I don't know. Uh I don't I still don't mind it. Uh like I it's it's introducing its characters at like a reasonable pace. Like yeah. I said in the first episode when it was just uh, Sakurai and Uzaki. That if it's just that, it'll get pretty stale. But I feel like uh, the addition of the of the boss and the daughter uh, have really spiced it up in a way that I enjoy. I like the dynamic of all these characters. Yeah, like, like I guess for the third time this episode, it's kind of like a Rikakoi, where, uh, <laughs> like, if it had just been the two leads on that, then it would have gotten pretty stale. But with the addition of four other characters, it kind of spices up the dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Well, in addition, like, the other characters are able to provide insight on their relationship that they're too busy 
dealing with each other to see. Yeah. Like how he was able to hypnotize her because she trusted him. Mm-hmm. And someone else wasn't like... But the main characters are busy arguing about it. And then the SIs were talking about it. But I did think it was funny how easily she was hypnotized. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It does. Honestly. Like, I'm not surprised. I knew it was coming. All right. Uh, are we good to vote? Did we vote already? I vote to retain. I'm going to continue to retain this one as well. I'm retaining as well. All right. That is three retains for Uzaki-chan. Um, this week we had two shows receive three fires from us. Both uh, The Misfit at Demon King Academy and Mr. Love Queen's Choice. Uh, so like last week, there will be a poll on our Twitter at Wappercast. Uh, when this episode goes live on Wednesday, uh, it'll be there as well. Uh, and so you have some time to vote and decide which show should remain and which one should go away. Uh, Is Andrew going to be the first show out of R3 again? I knew I wasn't making Could it to it the finals this season. I knew that. <laughs> Could Andrew just it. have really bad sense for picking anime? It seems that way. No, no. I would have picked a different anime if this wasn't here. Like, well, duh. But, like, I knew this wasn't going to win. Yeah. I was not under any assumptions that it was. Our next episode will be next Wednesday, August 5th, I believe. And our next OVA will be the following week, which will be Kill a Kill. Uh, that'll be August... 14th. Yeah, 14th. That Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So, look forward to that. More right. anime to watch. Yay. Yay. All that being said, I think that covers it. Long live the queen and ravioli. <laughs> <laughs>